Here comes 94.3 WRHD HD1 Farmville Greenville. Your exclusive pirate sports station. 94.3 The Game. It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Hola! Welcome in, everybody. It is the Patrick Johnson Show here on uh, 94.3 The Game. Flagship of the ECU Pirates, your home for ECU sports. I am uh, merely the great P-Man after a uh, dandy weekend. A really great weekend for Pirate Baseball, the sweep of Cincinnati. Pirates have won a dozen in a row over the uh, Bearcats as they uh, send them packing out of the AAC. That's a heck of a run. We'll go inside the ECU clubhouse with Coach Cliff Godwin coming up in uh, just a little bit. We'll talk about uh, the weekend that was for the uh, ECU Pirates. Uh, we've got uh, some other breaking news to tell you about here in a little bit. Uh, we also have a, a shout going uh, to uh, our guys that uh, help us put on this show every day. Uh, the one and only uh, Chris Cookie Cook producing Woo! the show here today. Cookie, uh, thank you, by the way, for calling me yesterday on my birthday. I thought that was very sweet of you. Oh, yeah, of course. Me. I wasn't going to not say anything. You are a real, I told you, you're a fine young man, Cookie. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're a fine older man. That really, thank you. That really meant a lot. That really meant a lot. He looks young. I do look young. That clean living and perseverance. The other guy talking there is the one and only Clark Willis. He might be older than you. Oh. I think, no, Clark's about the same age as me. There we go. That's it on the uptake, Cookie. Clark, where are you sitting? Are you in the... uh, the um, one studio? I'm, I'm actually holding Chris's hand. Hey, hey, baby. I mean, um, Chris. Okay. <laughs> Clark's, a, Clark's a little bit of a lonely man. Uh, uh, yeah, circles, man. So, uh, or yeah, too much coffee, yeah. whatever your preference is. I think that's what it is. Yeah. We have some real coffee drinkers on the staff now. So, but sure, Clark, Clark? my point is, <laughs> yes. My my point is, Clark. You did not uh, even text me to say happy birthday. But oh my god, it. you know, I, you know, I have failed uh, a few people this at, that work with us here. Because I relied on Facebook and never got the notification. Unless you, you don't have it. Brad on, did you have your yeah. on your Facebook? Is everybody saying happy birthday? I think it. Yeah, a lot of people. Maybe said one happy or two on Facebook. Oh no! I assumed 200. you didn't have friends. Now I'm just playing. Man. No, I don't. <laughs> I thought I was your only friend. <laughs> <laughs> and with friends like you, Clark, who needs enemies? Hey, I hug, you know? man. I, I keep it real. Yes, Look sir. at you. You hug it out. You <laughs> hug right. it out. But Fist Cookie bump. called me, Clark. <gasps> Cookie called me like a fine young man. Wow. And, and look, you know what else, Cookie? You know what else, Cookie? Uh, ben texts me. What? Ben Byerman used to produce the show, yeah. Wow. And then uh, Philip Pilkington, the brown noser that he is, he also uh, <laughs> He also right. uh, texts me. Yesterday. All right, wait. Time out, time out. So uh, officially, happy birthday. Thank you, Clark. Thank you. Thank you. What's your birthday, Clark? Uh, January 13th, and that's as far as I go. I feel like I got you. I feel like uh, if you can guess my age, I'll buy you a video game. I'll buy you a movie because I feel like my age, the way I look, would be a very yeah. You no, know, you look real young, but you and I are about the same age because we've forty two. <laughs> nope, nope. He's way off, but yes. And then uh, Cookie, when's your birthday? When's your birthday, buddy? 
My birthday is November 3rd, best day of the year. Boy, Cookie, he is holding your hand. He's got to tell him when to speak. All right, thank you, guys. Uh, it's, we're kind of, yeah, man, I'm, we got court order breaks coming up. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, I've got uh, – we're going to have a little week. We're going to restore the weekend winner, weekend worst coming up. I'm excited for that. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so we'll have that uh, with Clark participating for the first time and Cookie running it for the first time. That's coming up uh, next segment. But first, everyone, a little breaking news for you. So, as you know, Old Dominion and ECU are scheduled to play tomorrow night at the uh, minor league ballpark up there, Harbor Park, uh, where the Tides play, the Connor Norby Norfolk Tides play. And uh, they had their, uh, they had, they were promoting the heck out of this game in the Tidewater area. They were expecting a huge crowd on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, there was a, uh, a a palpable excitement in Tidewater, Virginia, for the uh, Pirates and Monarchs from uh, Harbor Park, which is a really cool uh, backdrop of the harbor there in Norfolk if you've never been uh, to a Tides game. Well, it was announced this afternoon that the game has been moved to Wednesday afternoon, in, uh, and it'll be played on campus at ODU at the Bud, Bud Matheny Stadium. And it'll be played at 3 o'clock Wednesday. So we'll be preempted on uh, Wednesday. So no PJ show on Wednesday. By the way, tomorrow on the program, uh, we'll have uh, with us uh, Mike Mullis. Uh, first time on the show. Molly will be in studio tomorrow. Molly will be in the hizzle uh, tomorrow. And uh, looking forward to having Molly on the uh, program talking uh, ECU and college baseball. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Molly and I have worked together on some of the ESPN+. Plus broadcast this year anyway I, I wanted to give you this update so I saw where this you know was announced that they're moving the uh they're moving the uh, uh the game to Wednesday and it said travel issues I thought maybe because it is possibly going to storm tomorrow afternoon and evening I thought well maybe they're going to move it because these storms are going to be you know up in the that part of Virginia in the tidewater area of Virginia and that may stare, still very well be the case but uh, Old Dominion is in the Midway Airport in Chicago right now. In fact, they played this weekend. They played Liberty last week, uh, stayed in Richmond, flew out of Richmond to Memphis, and uh, then went down and played, I think it was Arkansas State this weekend. They took two of three against Arkansas State, went back to Memphis to fly back last night after the game, and they went out of Memphis to Chicago. You can connect out of there to get back to Richmond. Well, this is kind of interesting. Uh, I guess with the weather in the Midwest yesterday, they were unable to get on a flight. They spent the night at the Old Dominion baseball team. Uh, according to one of my ODU sources that I spoke to today, they spent the night at the airport in uh, in Chicago, at Midway Airport. Um, we've been trying to take off all day today. They finally have got a flight to Washington, D.C. that's leaving Chicago Midway at 7.30 tonight. And uh, they'll bus from D.C. back down to Norfolk. I think that's maybe three, four hours. I don't know. Uh, depends, I guess, where they're flying to. But you talk about travel headaches that ECU had when they went to Wichita State. Uh, that kind of happened here with Old Dominion. So, again, they're going to fly out of Midway in Chicagoland tonight to Washington, D.C., and then bus back home to Norfolk. And I guess that's part of the reason. I mean, they wouldn't get back until probably, if they're lucky, one in the morning at this point. Uh, so that's probably a lot of the reason why they moved the game off of there and moved it to Wednesday. But uh, that was not done without 
a heck of a lot of consideration because, again, this had been promoted in the Tidewater area for uh, weeks, and uh, they were expecting a pretty big crowd like the Pirates have drawn whenever they've gone to a minor league ballpark uh, this season. Wait, so, pa Patrick, can you do me a favor? Sure. Can you pronounce the way you say Norfolk again, please? Norfolk. Norfolk. That's how they say it up there. That's no, Norfolk. That's how they say it up there. Okay. Okay. In that part of the, that's how they like to say it in the northeastern North Carolina, and in the tide of that Norfolk. You're a local if you say that. I always said Norfolk. Me too. Yeah. But yeah, but they say Norfolk up there. So I uh, kind of say it a little right. tongue in cheek, Cookie. I say it a little. My guy slamming Sammy Walker says it. Really, really interesting. I, I wish we had a drop of that. We could play him saying that. But maybe you could pull the drop of me saying Norfolk and. I will. I, 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 I just might do that. By the way, Cookie, I meant to tell you, we got to get back on the promos. I don't know how we do that, but, you know, we could do a promo now and you could just pull it and lift it out of the uh, show and, and put it on. I've actually been doing that's what me and Clark have been doing those. Oh, you and Clark have been uh -huh. doing the promos? Oh, good. That's one less thing I got to do. Great. That's that's fine with me. Uh, we have, uh, we have, uh, yeah, I know. We have the ECU softball team. Uh, boy, tough one for them this weekend. They got swept. I had the game Saturday with ESPN uh, Plus working with uh, Courtney Layton, who's uh, played at ECU, does a great job. Uh, Courtney does. By the way, she told me, you know, she had me on her podcast uh, that uh, for WNCT Sports uh, about a month ago, and it is uh, one of the more popular podcasts on there. Do you believe that, Cookie? Yes, that I is one of the most that. popular yes. podcasts uh, on there. Now, I mean, there's some other ones that are significantly higher, but it's up there in the top uh, upper echelon. Yeah, I believe that for sure. Yeah. Okay. We need a cookie pod, a cook podcast on cookie. I think uh, it would yeah, be quite well. Uh, yes, we do. Let's throw that on the record right now. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to start doing some more digital stuff, so I think you need to develop a show over the summer and come up with a a podcast to put on in the fall, maybe. I, I think that'd I, I be would great. love to do that. Okay. Well, look, the sky's the limit here, as you know, Cookie. Of course. Look how far you've come. Yeah. Look how far you've come. Um. So, uh, yeah, tough one uh, for ECU softball. They got swept by Tulsa over the weekend. The game I uh, did, they were actually ahead and then had Tulsa come back on them and then uh, went to uh, – uh, they go into the tournament. They're leaving tomorrow to go to Tampa to participate in the tournament at USF. And uh, they are 27 and 27, uh, which is more wins than they had last year. And he's got some top 100 recruits coming in. So we'll see how that uh, plays out for Shane Winkler, who's really one of the really, really uh, good guys like him a lot. Uh, congratulations to uh, Wyatt, uh, Wyatt Lunsford-Shinkman. Uh, Shink uh, was the AAC Player of the Week after two really uh, great outings, fueled mainly by his outing yesterday. Kind of interesting to see uh, Savage come back in the start yesterday. Uh, threw a lot of pitches, started to get his velocity up there. He looked a little tentative, but uh, we will see how he how he goes with uh, with all of this uh, coming up uh, and uh, how much he might get used uh, next weekend with Memphis coming to town for the final weekend series. Speaking of Memphis, we've got uh, tickets to the Sunday game. We've got a couple of single tickets. I think our guy Mark Miller has been in the ticket uh, prize closet because we are cleaned out. We are, we are cleaned tickets. out of tickets, yes. I think Miller's been in there getting the tickets is what I'm shame. That's on the him. accusation. Shame on him. That's taking the accusation it away from the I'm casting. Yeah. Blame him. He wins all the awards for show of the year and then he takes all the tickets. So blame him. We can't win the award for show of the year. Cause he always wins it. 
and now uh, he takes all the tickets from from the listeners of the PJ Show. So blame Mark Miller. We're going to have Miller on Thursday to uh, preview the concert on the Common, which is coming up. Cookie, we need a little Eagles maybe later in the show. We, we can make that on happen. the border for sure. Yeah, on the border is coming up later on uh, this week at our concert on the Common. First one of the year because the other one was rained out. So it'll be at the Town Common Thursday at 6. We'll get a preview of that uh, later in the week from Mark Miller. Cliff Godwin on the show today. By the way, we've got p- tickets to the Sunday game. Got a deuce for you to that one. And a uh, set of gift card, a gift card, I should say, from uh, Chico's Mexican Restaurant in Uptown Greenville. So uh, what's the new number, Cookie? Is it 252-561-TALK, which is 8255? That, that is the correct, number? yes. All right, so our new number in this studio is 252-561-TALK, which is 8255-561-8255. We'll do caller three. If you were caller three, you'll win a pair of tickets to the Sunday baseball game between the Pirates and Memphis, the final AAC game of the regular season at home, and uh, you'll get uh, a uh, set of – oh, you'll get a Chico's Mexican Restaurant gift card. How about that? All right, so all that is coming your way. Uh, We'll do caller three as we go to break, 252-561-8255, That's 561-TALK. Caller three will be a winner of our uh, tickets, Cookie. You're uh, good to Cookie. Cookie will be good to you. And uh, when we come back, we're going to restore weekend winners and weekend worst next. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. Inner Banks Media's Concert on the Condition. It's time for weekend winners. Yes, I win! And the weekend's worst. Worst day of my life? What do you think? Here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Cookie, how'd that go with the new phone line? Did it work out? We got William and Winterville as our winner. Did that work out? Yes, it worked out well, yes. Okay, so congratulations to William. He's got a pair of tickets to the Sunday game. Cookie, I should have had you grab some tickets to that Tuesday game next week against Campbell. We need to try to go ahead and Believe get our or, mitts on that. Maybe. Believe it or not, we are even out of those. Are, did you mean next I, Tuesdays? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we do Tuesday. got that. We do got next Tuesday. Well, go ahead and lasso us up some of those so we can maybe give those away later in the I week. I can do that. That'll be a hot ticket because that'll be two uh, nationally ranked teams uh, going head-to-head. All right, uh, Cookie, let's put the uh, shot up for the video audience. Uh, you can watch us now on our new app ibx uh, media app which is downloadable for free on uh, at the app store and google play we've got uh, the one and only uh, chris cook uh here for weekend winners and weekend worse we've got uh, clark for weekend winners and weekend worse these guys are very excited to be on the video stream because they well this is actually big for cookie because he's going into williamston where he's from on cable seven on optimum so uh, yeah this is a that's big, nice yeah it's a what? big happening for you cookie yeah i know can you believe that clark wow double Williams. double aluminum it's, a, <laughs> it's about the size of uh cleveland in oh, many ways is it really no, yes. not, not, not no it's close. probably the size of the neighborhood you grew up grew up in cleveland, i would, I would clark, say that right closer right. to it yeah all right uh let's do i got a weekend winner for you let's hit it cookie all right you're a winner weekend winner 
Uh, shout out my guy, Doug Martin, uh, who was our, uh, of course, offensive coordinator at ECU as a head coach uh, at uh, New Mexico State and at Kent State, Coach Dettelman. Uh, he's our guy, Doug Martin is, and he is the uh, return to football this year after a sabbatical last fall as the offensive coordinator for the uh, Nolans, breakers Nolans. of the USFL, and they are uh, 4-0. So I'm gonna, I, there's other people who probably deserve credit, but I'm giving a shout-out to Doug Martin as they're 4-0. I, I saw a little bit of that game yesterday afternoon. On my uh, one weekend worst... What was that? I was getting monitored. <laughs> you blew it! Weekend worst. I got you. Cookie I was might fall into the weekend worst. <laughs> Cookie could fall into the weekend worst. I just, here. I just thought uh, of my weekend worst. <laughs> all right. So I don't know if this is you can blame them, but I'm going to blame them. Your Carolina Hurricanes stunk yesterday. They looked like a uh, deer in the proverbial headlights as the Devils came out smoking and doubled them up eight to four. It was five one in the midway point of the second. At that point, I said, I'm not watching this garbage. I'm going to go find something else. So my uh, wife made me watch Love and Death. And I watched, uh, caught up on all of those this weekend on HBO Max, which is now Max. That sounds like a Uh, question. It's okay. It's okay. It's not... Uh, That's uh, not very convincing. I mean, it's fine. (laughs) I mean, I watched it. You know what I do like? I like the binge situation. I don't like to watch... You know how people say if you see a movie... On television, oh, I, I always stop at this movie when it's on TV. I do, then the commercial comes on, and then I flip it. I, I, I'm uh, yeah. good at keeping it on. I can usually keep it on. No, see, I can't sit through the The commercials are so long on these cable channels. And so I'll watch the movie channels because there's no commercials. So I'll, I'll watch the most ridiculous movie because it's continuous. I'll okay. tell you what I yeah. watched the other week. I watched the new Top Gun movie the other week. They had a preview of one of the channels. And I watched. You know what? I didn't mind. I liked the first part of it a lot, Clark. Yeah. I thought the last part of it was kind of cheesy. Yeah. But, it it, it didn't have that '80s feel. It was. It, it, both movies are night and day. Oh, it had a feel. I had you a think? feel. I don't know if it was that '80s feel. That yeah. was pretty good. It was pretty it was, good. Yeah, it was I, right. I, I'm not a. What is the guy? Miles Tepler. What's Miles, the guy? Actually, Miles Tepper. Miles Teller. Hey, actually, no spoilers. I haven't seen Teller. either one of them. Yeah, I've actually worked with him Pipe twice. Down, Cookie. Yeah, I have worked with Miles Teller, Teller twice. Yes, I w- I'm not a Miles Teller fan, but I liked him in this movie. He's a really cool guy. I felt like like uh, talking to him for five minutes made me feel like I'd known him for for years. One of those type of people. So he's a good guy. Oh okay, yeah, well, absolutely. I, I might be I might be turning the corner on Miles Teller. Then I'll say this: Cookie will name drop or Cookie Clark will name drop a, uh, a a movie star name like Henry Hinton name drops everyone else. So have your heart. Henry Hinton's on, a movie star. I can start dropping him. his name now. No, Henry's a, Henry. Well, Henry's a star. He's not far from. Star. That's right. He's he's a big deal. I can he's always I can always imagine Henry playing a president on 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 a TV show I or, can a, see or, that too, or a movie. Yeah, I could see that. That took you I a minute. See, you know what? I could see Henry doing <laughs> overacting. I could see Henry overacting on uh, on on any of that. Actually, I don't know. I haven't thought about that part yet. So yeah, he'd overact. He definitely he'd, got he'd, the he'd look. He tried too hard. Yeah, he tried too hard. But no, he does. He can play a grandfatherly <laughs> figure for sure uh, on there. <laughs> All right, uh, more weekend winner, weekend worst. Let's go winner. Let's go winner. You're a winner. Weekend winner. This be I'm going to give a shout-out. Oh, no, no, this you. is me. Okay. I'm going to give another. Yeah, it's me. I'm going to give another. <laughs> sh- I'm not done yet. I'm going to give a shout-out. I get to do as many as I okay, want. I, 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 so I'm going to give another shout-out. Wake me up when you guys are ready. <laughs> to our own. I'm going to give a shout-out to one of our own here. 
who graduated this weekend. Cookie, you just graduated back in December. I did, right? yes. Uh-huh. Huge accomplishment for you. We're very proud of you for doing that. Thank you. But uh, our guy Terrence Copper, T Cop, he and his son both graduated ECU this uh, weekend. How wow. awesome is that? That is that's super awesome. Yeah. And I saw that did really well on our Twitter and Facebook too. So people are really seeing how well that is. Well, you know what's awesome is like T Cop didn't have to do this. He played ten years in the NFL. He's got his own business here in town. I mean, he's a guy that's done really well for himself and is innovative and always doing things. And he and his wife work really, really hard at their businesses. But uh, you know, they have decided, uh, or Terrence decided, it was important to go back and get his degree, so he finished it. And uh, so uh, we give some laurels to Terrence Copper, T-Cop, for getting his degree. And his son, uh, they were both there in their cap and gown. I thought that was really cool. Uh, another uh, weekend worse. Let's go with that. You blew it! Weekend worst. I love these Seven intro, horses dead. Seven horses dead at the Kentucky Derby. What? I mean, that's you awful. Yeah. That? No. Seven horses dead leading up to the, leading up to the big race. That was And, and Forte who was the favorite, got pulled because of an injury. But they had to euthanize seven horses wow. last week. That's crazy. Kentucky Derby. That's a shame, actually. I'm going to give you another weekend worst, too. Give me another weekend worst in here, too. You blew it! Weekend worst. This royal family nonsense over the weekend, this crowning or coronation of the king. <laughs> the only king I'm concerned about is King Harley Race or King Jerry Lawler, Cookie. There you Those go. are the only kings I'm concerned about. Or the Burger King. <laughs> Which is close hey, to the restaurants. Yeah, <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, one more weekend winner for me, and this really goes back. You're to last a weekend winner. Shout out to my uh, uh, to my my guy, the Ebb from Green County. This is a Green County shout out. Uh, the Ebb's daughter, Ellie. I want to make sure I get this right. She participated in a state shotgun competition and was the best shooter in the state. She's the first girl to ever have won the best shooter in the state. She's the number one shooter in the state of North Carolina, won that championship last week in Ellerby. And now she goes to the Nationals in either uh, Indianapolis or somewhere else this summer to participate. So that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, that's that's pretty amazing. You, you don't have to worry about going if you're taking her out on a date. The <laughs> M pointing a shotgun at you. you got to be worried about her That's right. pointing a shotgun at you. So that's pretty cool. All right, uh, Clark, what you got? Weekend winner, weekend worst. I don't Go even ahead. know. Don't you're even... a winner. Weekend winner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you could just play those things all day long. Yeah, you could, really. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, I don't. I don't honestly, I don't know if I have a worst, but I do have a, uh, a winner for Marvel. I'm going to uh, – because Marvel has been pumping out some pretty awful movies. I took in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 over the weekend, and if you haven't seen it, you're in for a real treat. It's like a brush of fresh air, and um, I guess uh, if we're going to do Loser. Oh, you want it? Weekend okay. Worst. You blew it! Weekend Worst. Be because at the same time, it was also just okay, but there was some stuff that put it over the top. Also, I have a real treat for everybody. It's in progress. I'm a 3D printer type of person as a hobby on the side, and I'm printing uh, Stormbreaker, if you're familiar with that, and I'm doing an ECU edition, and when it's done, I'll Ooh. unveil it here. Stormbreaker. Not, okay. not Milner. Right. Stormbreaker. A life-size one, too. So. I don't know what you're talking about. I have uh, no clue what I, you're I discussing. I do. That's cool. That's Tell me what cool. it is, Cookie. That's super cool. It's like Thor's Please hammer, don't. man. <laughs> oh. Hey, could could I get you to do like a a, a uh, funk pop, pop funk thing? Yeah. You know Whatever what I'm talking you need. about? Oh, okay. yeah. 
Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you to do one. I had a, I had a gift idea for Christmas I wanted to do, and the guy couldn't do it, so I'm gonna get you to do it for me. Okay, I'd rather pay you to do it than some other. Uh, oh yeah, jalope. it got All me right. a free cool. tattoo. Is that it, Clark? Yep, that's it. Whoa, where did this happen? Where's oh, somebody wanted me to print them a, a like a pop figure. If I printed two, they give me a free tattoo. So, and I did that already. Where'd you get it? Uh, right here. It's really? actually underneath okay. my shirt. So. Uh, yeah, okay. I was going to say, you got 943 <laughs> It's the a whole shirt. Tattoo. It's a whole shirt, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> My shirt's not even it took on. took hours to do. That's right. Yeah, it took hours to do. It would tickle. All right, Cookie, uh, what you got, baby? All right, here we go. You're a winner. Weekend winner. For my weekend winner, I'm going to give a congratulations to Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, who, much like T-Cop, has the money, did not need to finish his degree to get respect or anything like that. Finished his degree, uh, graduated from Ohio State. Congratulations yes! to Justin Fields. Sorry. Okay. And here we Very, go that's all right, Clark. with Ohio the worst. State. You blew it! Weekend Cookies, Wars. He's previewing the preview. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, for my worst, uh, Javante Davis, the boxer who recently defeated uh, Ryan Garcia, as many know, uh, was sentenced to 90 days of home detention and three years of probation. That's going to be my worst. That's not good. Yeah, that's I think not going good, to jail is no. always a worst. That's, yeah. that's a bad one. And see, I had a non-sports one, but I didn't know if we were doing that or not. Well, I go ahead. Yeah, man. There. Yeah, go ahead. Public yeah, workers not? in New Jersey. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Weekend, you gotta play the preview. Weekend worst. Public workers in New Jersey had to clean up an estimated 500 pounds of cooked pasta dumped near a river. What is going on, people? Oh, we don't have a picture wait, of that. Is that, that a worse? How's that a worse? Wasted Public food. Worker, yeah, wasted food. 500 pounds. But you could eat. Of, if you're cleaning it up, you could eat it. <laughs> You know, there's, I, I would think skin from the top the pasta on the yeah exactly <laughs> Clark the pasta on top would be fine I, I don't think so there's always that one no, guy that will be. eat it for sure oh there's always all right here's the question fellas is there a five second rule if you drop something on the floor cookie three three okay. you better lock it up like you better be like oh my god I need to pick this up like quick yeah what kind of okay. soup are we talking Clark? about for, what, what kind of soup first if it's chicken noodle soup it's soup? gone yeah. Who said soup? No, not oh, wait, soup. Oh, did you say soup? I thought you said soup. Talking no, about soup. What would you say? Say it again. Food. Okay, the any food. Five, the five-second right. rule any would you food. drop All food right, fine, that's fine. What, yes. Wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> Clark is down there on the floor sopping up <laughs> soup with a piece of bread. <laughs> that's right, man. You know, it's... Uh... All right, is there a five-second rule, <laughs> yes. Cookie? Cookie says there, three there's seconds. a three-second rule. Hey, man, as soon as it hits the floor, I got you got five seconds. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. Those are all incorrect answers. You don't eat food off the floor. That's disgusting. Yes. Guys. That is uh, totally uh, disgusting. Here, hang on. Let me see. It all goes to the same place. My, uh... <sighs> yeah, but it could come out in a very different manner. Nobody wants to deal with that. Yeah. Need to dive all right. That, that wasn't yeah. what I wanted to <laughs> Yes, we do not. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. Weekend winner, weekend worst. Uh, and we'll have Cookie with the 94.3 The Game Sports Update coming up here in just a second. So stand by uh, for that. Uh, we have uh, Cliff Godwin coming up in a few minutes as well. We'll go inside the ECU clubhouse with the uh, coach of the Pirates. So uh, get ready for that. We drop that podcast every uh, f uh, Monday for you, uh, usually around mid-morning. And uh, we will uh, have that for you here this afternoon uh, on the Patrick Johnson Show coming up in a few minutes. In case you did not hear, and Cookie will give you the details of this, the ECU baseball game against Old Dominion tomorrow has been moved, as we told you, or as I told you at the beginning of the show. 
that is uh, because the Old Dominion baseball team is sitting currently at the uh, airport midway in Chicago where they had to spend the night in the airport because they could not get out yesterday following their series uh, in uh, Arkansas. They flew from Memphis to Arkansas, uh, from uh, Arkansas State, bus to Memphis, then Memphis flew to Chicago to come back to Richmond and then bus home, but uh, did not catch that flight. So it's been a rough night for those guys, and they won't get back to campus there in Tidewater, Virginia, till very, very, very late tonight. Uh, Cookie, you ready to go with the update? Sir, I am. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Cliff Godwin coming up, but right now here is Chris Cookie Cook with a 94-3 the game sports flash update. Cookie, take it away. This is Chris Cook here with your 94.3 The Game Sports Flash Update brought to you by the new IBX Media app. Download for free on the App Store and on Google Play. And some breaking news from earlier today, ECU's matchup on the diamond against ODU has been scheduled for Tuesday, has been rescheduled to this Wednesday starting at 3 p.m. That game can still be heard right here on 94.3 The Game with our pregame coverage beginning at 2.45 p.m. Congratulations to Pirate Baseball star Wyatt Lunksford Shankman on being named the American Athletic Conference Pitcher of the Week after his great performance against Cincinnati this past weekend. Number 14, East Carolina polished off an American Athletic Conference Road Series sweep of Cincinnati 6-5 in 10 innings Sunday at the UC Baseball Stadium. Pirates pull with a half game of Houston for first place in the league standings as the Cougars series as the Cougars series finale with Wichita State was canceled due to inclement weather. Shinkman was perfect in five frames of work, retiring all 15 batters he faced and using just 40 pitches to seal the win. Mount Olive Baseball is heading to the postseason. The Trojans, playing in the program's seventh straight conference Carolina Baseball Championship final, captured their 15th conference championship title and first since 2017 with a 13-3 run rule victory over Francis Marion. Mount Olive earns the automatic bid to the NCAA Division II Baseball Tournament and will learn their regional seed on Sunday. The Devils destroyed the Hurricanes 8-4 in Newark for their first victory in the second-round playoff series. Hurricane center Jordan Stahl says the Devils came to play. They didn't do anything crazy special. They just kind of got the puck in on us and played uh, really our style of game. They did it better than us tonight. The Devils are down 2-1 in the best-of-seven series. Carolina hopes to take a 3-1 series lead on Tuesday in Game 4 from Newark. Wyndham Clark is celebrating a victory at the Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow Club in Charlotte. Clark finished atop the leaderboard at 19 under par after shooting a 68 in the final round. The win is Clark's first on the tour in his 134th start. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. This sports update is brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIO initiative directly supporting Pirate student-athletes. For info on how to donate, please visit teamboneyard.org. More of the Patrick Johnson Show with Cliff Gowan on the other side of this quick timeout right here on 94.3 The Game. This is only number three. Let's get back to the Patrick Johnson Show here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Pirate coach Cliff Godwin joining us uh, here as we talk about ECU baseball from the week that was, getting into the stretch run of the uh, regular season, couple more weeks left, and then the uh, trip to Clearwater for uh, an opportunity to uh, uh, vie for another AAC championship. Still a lot of goals ahead of this team, and uh, Coach Godwin joins us uh, here to talk about uh, all of them and everything that uh, went down this uh, weekend. Coach, nice to get in bed early last night. 
after a weekend. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, much better than Wichita. Um, this trip went a lot smoother, um, travel wise and also, uh, we, we played well. So that when those things work out and you're back in Greenville at 615, um, on a Sunday night, man, that you can't ask for a lot better than that. I know it was a sweep of Cincinnati, but again, and, and the Pirates looked really, really good on Friday and Saturday. Yesterday, and it's it's always happens, they're going to have that one, at least one game where the Bearcats are going to play the Pirates really, really tough, and that was Sunday's game that went to 10 innings. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, you know, it's always going to be tough on the road, especially at Cincinnati. They play better. Uh, Friday and Saturday, I thought we played two of our best games uh, of the entire year. We pitched well, swung the bats well, played great defense yesterday. Uh, you know, we dropped a pop up in the first inning, which is why Trey gave up a run. Um, and I just kind of thought we were flat, to be honest with you. Um, especially once we got a little bit of a lead. And then, of course, they hit a three run homer, you're down. Um, and you're having to scratch and claw to tie the game, which, you know, Riley Johnson off the bench was huge. Um, and JC, you know, putting us ahead. Um, in that situation, Nowak caught it up and JC put us ahead. And then, of course, Shingman was outstanding yesterday. I'm going to go in a little deeper on some of those names you mentioned there, but uh, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Nowak. That at bat, kind of an epic at bat, fouled off some tough two-strike pitches and then ties the ball game up in the eighth. And I, I thought that at bat was in a lot of ways uh, a representation of, of kind of the weekend for everybody. It's a lot of what I'm sure you and the staff would uh, believe to be quality at bats. Yeah, I thought our guys put together some really tough at bats. You know, even Cam Clunch yesterday coming off the bench, I mm-hmm. think it was an eight or nine pitch at bat, ended up popping up, but just battling. Um, I thought that was the key for us to, to win the weekend. Obviously, we swept, but, you know, our guys just battled in the box, which was awesome. And then JJC with uh, the, uh, the, the RBI to prove to be the game winner. Kind of waiting for him to have a moment like that since he got back from the uh, surgery, and uh, he's starting to to kind of round back into the old form we've expected from JC. Yeah, it's not easy to come back from the surgery he had, and uh, he's battled, and he's a hundred percent now, and and he's actually gained some weight back, which is a good thing. Um, you know, being as tall as he is, and, and as lean and athletic as he is, um, when get through a surgery you lose weight and uh some muscle and uh he got that back so it's great to see we're talking uh pirate baseball with uh, coach cliff godwin specifically right now the sunday extra innings win over cincinnati on the road to complete the weekend sweep uh lunsford shinkman uh tidied it up for you what an effort from him just 40 pitches and uh perfect baseball through five to to wrap up uh the game and get a win for him his third of the year yeah, tremendous. I mean, I, I knew he didn't throw a lot of pitches, but to throw 40 pitches in five innings, man, that's very, very efficient. Um, and he kept the momentum in our dugout. I mean, once he went in the game, I mean, he knew we were going to win. And, um, he just kept them right where they were and didn't allow a base runner, and it was just awesome. Coach, when you rolled Trey out there, it was for the inning. Uh, you mentioned the drop uh, pop-up, but also he got a couple of strikeouts, did walk a batter. Uh, your assessment, you know, coming back after a couple of weeks, maybe not the sharpest, but just getting back out there, I think was a big thing. How's he feeling or how was he feeling after the game? Yeah, he, he would have wanted to went to go out back out to the second inning, but we knew we were going to keep him anywhere between, you know, 25 to 40 pitches. And, 
Um, that first inning, of course, went a little bit longer because we dropped the pop up. And um, he did walk a guy, but man, he threw some good pitches. And the umpire just didn't call him strike. So mm-hmm. he looked great. It's me throwing the ball 95 miles an hour. So uh, he feels great, looks great. So um, we're looking to you know, keep getting him his pitch count back up and having him in that weekend rotation. We got Cliff Godwin with us here. Uh, coach, the, the thing that kind of stands out to me from this uh, weekend on the whole is obviously winning on the road and, and beating a team six times in a season. I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive stuff, no matter. Uh, 12, who, 12, in a, 12 in a row. 12 yeah. in a row. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I don't care who you're playing. It's hard to beat somebody 12 times in a row, and our guys did a great job. But, you know, I, I think the way that your team came out aggressive early, and you noted probably the two of their better games – Friday and Saturday. Uh, this, this really was, uh, as, as good a start as I can remember. I'm sure there've been other games, but I was just impressed with the, the really fast starts that ECU got off to Friday and Saturday. Yeah, we got out and we scored early, but the thing I, I was most impressed with with both games, we, we expanded the lead late. Mm-hmm. So we didn't just sit there and, you know, if we were up a couple runs, cause at their park, and especially on Friday and Saturday, it played small because the wind was blowing out. Uh, yesterday, not so much, but uh, they're scary because they they play for the home run. And if you walk a guy and then they run into a ball, then, man, that's a two, three-run homer. So um, I just was really proud of the way our guys expanded late. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Pirate coach Cliff Godwin is uh, with us uh, here as we talk uh, East Carolina uh, baseball. The decision made uh, last week, you announced it on uh, Stephen Igo's program about uh, Root was going to start Friday and going back is uh, Carter Spivey to uh, a role he was uh, just dominant in last year and so effective in. What was the uh, thought process in leading uh, to Spivey, who's been excellent coming out of the bullpen, uh, to kind of return him to that spot where he was so effective last year. He was having a tough time getting to that mental state of being super competitive when he started, you know, almost like pacing himself. And, I mean, this is coming from him. Uh, you know, it was almost like they had to score a run for him to feel like, hey, man, I'm getting into that mode. So uh, it was actually uh, a mutual decision. It wasn't like I forced him to go into the mm-hmm. bullpen. And, I mean, what were his stats this past week? I mean, what he pitched five, six innings and give up a run. So yeah. lights out. Uh, I think lights out. Yeah, yeah, lights out. And uh, um, you know, for people that question that, and I mean, hey, look, we, we know what's best for our team, and uh, I'm just happy that we're putting him in the best situation to be successful. And that's not saying that he can't start a game again. I mean, last year he was a reliever the entire year, and then he started the regional championship game against Coastal. So. Um, you know, a lot of swing guys on our team. I mean, Garrett Saylor's like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Root's like that. Jay Connor's like that. So, got a lot of different options to play with. And, you know, our goal as coaches is to always put them in the best role for them to be the most successful and be the best version of themselves. You know, maybe lost in all of the uh, pitching shuffle with what Lunsford Shinkman did yesterday and Spivey's kind of new role and, you know, the Root uh, moving to the weekend. Uh, et cetera, Sailor, uh, you know, and, and, uh, you Savage coming back. Lost in all that. Josh Groves moved up to Saturday. Uh, assess his, uh, performance, uh, for the Pirates on Saturday. We picked on Saturday last week, so he's moved up, mm-hmm. you know, last week, and we did not want to move him up again. Um, so that was one reason why Ruth started on Friday is just because it's just tough to, to move those guys. Right. 
back-to-back weeks up a, up a day, uh, especially at this point in the season where they've had a lot of workload. Um, I thought Groves was okay. We, we made some big plays behind him. Um, you know, Justin Wilcox and threw a guy out. It was, yep. he had walked the leadoff guy. Um, it was a two nothing game at the time and was two oh on the hitter and they tried to steal and Jado threw him out. Then he ended up punching that guy out. He also made a big pitch after he misplayed a ball in the outfield, um, to get a double play ball, but I thought he was okay. Um, you know, and, uh, of course, he didn't want to come out of the game when we took him out, but we went to a matchup, and, and Landon was able to get us out of that jam. And uh, so went to the bullpen, and, you know, the first two games, we only gave up three runs against the uh, offensive team at an offensive park on two days, so I thought our pitching was outstanding. Uh, Coach Cliff Godwin, we're talking uh, Pirate Baseball with uh, the uh, head Pirate as uh, ECU a uh, half game uh, behind now Houston in the AAC standings uh, going into uh, this uh, next to last week of the regular season. Pirates will be at Norfolk taking on Old Dominion at Harbor Park, another uh, AAA park for the Pirates to play in uh, tomorrow. So uh, Coach Godwin uh, joining us here as we uh, talk about uh, Pirate baseball. A couple of guys, Coach, that uh, had uh, been kind of battling it at the plate, uh, working through things, AMAC and then uh, McChrystal, both guys, had a couple of games this weekend where they uh, got at least a hit with AMAC. Uh, one of the games he got a couple of hits. So what did you see out of those guys this weekend that might show some signs of turning the corner a little bit for those guys at the plate? Well, AMAC, uh, he had a home run on Friday, and also yeah. triple. Um, and he actually, you know, hit a, a couple other balls hard <clears throat> this weekend that, you know, yesterday, if it had been on Friday or Saturday, he had another home run to center field. So, had a single there that we pinch ran for him with Nate and then Hoover, you know, almost knocked the first baseman's glove off or the ball almost went through the first baseman's glove, which we got doubled off. But, um, he, you know, AMAC is, uh, you know, when he tries to do too much, he's, you know, like anybody, not very good. And when he just gets in there and settles in and he can be a really good hitter. And, uh, we've seen flashes of that and he had a good solid weekend. McChrystal hit a ball yesterday that would have went out on Friday or Saturday that center field was called. I think that was in the ninth inning that would have put us, you know, ahead. Um, but unfortunately the wind was blowing out like it was on Friday and Saturday, right. but he put together some good at bats and he's had to battle through a lot of injuries. And, um, you know, we, we worked with him a lot. Colby and I last week simplified swing some and he just looked a lot better in the box, um, this weekend, even though he didn't have a ton to show for it, he looked a lot better in the box and, um, you know, I think the more at bats he can get underneath his belt, the better he's going to be down the stretch. And in case you just joined us uh, or have not heard, the game tomorrow has been moved to Wednesday. It'll be played at 3 p.m. at the uh, Bud Matheny Stadium there in Norfolk rather than Harbor Park. Uh, Coach, uh, when you played Old Dominion at home on April 11th, uh, Danny Beal, much in the vein of uh, Lunsford Shinkman, came in and gave you five really good innings. In closing that one down, uh, it was a uh, staff day, but you got some great performances. I imagine a lot of that will be the case on Wednesday when the Pirates get set to take on ODU in Norfolk. Yeah, a lot of guys were pro for sure, and we're not uh, exactly sure who's going to start the game, but it'll be a bullpen day for us, and uh, you know we'll go match up and try to you know uh, mix and match the best we can, and you know we'll need to play our best brand of baseball because the old Dominion is very good. Coach, as always, thanks for the time. We really appreciate it, and we will look forward to seeing you this weekend. Good luck on Wednesday at ODU.
Thanks, Patrick. Thanks for having me, buddy. More ahead. Stay with us here on The Patrick Johnson Show. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. Hear 943thegame anytime. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. All right, coming up on uh, Thursday, it is our first concert on the Common because uh, our uh, Legacy Motown review was uh, postponed because of rain. Cookie, can you put that back up? Can we let that run a little bit? Or, uh, there we go. Little Eagles. Come on, Cookie. On the border Thursday, 6 o'clock from the Town Common. In Uptown Greenville, Ultimate Eagles Tribute Band. This is a nationally renowned act. And uh, this is a free concert to the community. I uh, hope everybody will enjoy take advantage of the opportunity to get together with your friends, family, neighbors, and your favorite radio stations, IBX stations, at this free event. Showtime's at 6. Concert on the Common at the uh, Town Common in Uptown Greenville at the Greenville Toyota Amphitheater. No glass bottles, no coolers. We will have uh, beer and food trucks there for you. Pets are welcome, as long as you clean up after them, right? Uh, as we say, food trucks will be on site, as will adult beverages. Uh, Greenville uh, Junior League of Greenville, uh, heavily involved in this, as is the uh, city of Greenville. Also, uh, our concert on the Common, brought to you by Sawyer's Fun Park, the Ritchie Law Firm, Town Bank, the Air Doctor, Pitt Greenville Airport, ECU Health, Mick Ultra, Michelob Ultra, Greenville Utilities, Greenville U- Toyota, Wells Roofing and Gutters, State Farm, Poly Pylon, Eastern Plumbing, Optimum, and Specialty FDR Fencing and Decking. Thanks to them. Looking forward to the concert on the Common Thursday. We'll get a uh, live preview here on the show from uh, Mark Miller that uh, day. Uh, we'll ask him where our baseball tickets went. All right. Uh, congratulations to uh, Lenore Community College. They have won the Region 10. They beat uh, Catawba Valley this afternoon in Moorhead City, 14-2. to two. So they will now head to uh, Palatka, Florida, to play St. John's River State College for a right to go to the uh, JUCO World Series, the JUCO D2 World Series in Oklahoma coming up. Uh, they'll go down to Florida and play a best-of-three uh, series uh, down there. Uh, Jay Rose Boys Golf won their regional title today in Goldsboro. Rampits shooting 290 as a team. Luke Mosley of Rose was the medalist. Jacksonville's Tyler Jones was the individual runner-up at uh, one under. So congratulations to them uh, there. All right, that'll about do it for us here today. Big thanks to uh, Cliff Godwin for being with us. Great job uh, by Cookie, and uh, that's Chris Cook, of course, and by uh, Clark Willis, the one and only. We'll be back uh, tomorrow at 5 o'clock here on Talk of the Town. You can catch us uh, on uh, our video platforms, but also on 103.7 and uh, 96.3. That's tomorrow morning. Talk to the town. I'll be back there. Uh, Back here tomorrow afternoon with Mike Mullis talking ECU and college baseball with uh, Molly uh, on the Patrick Johnson Show. Have a great evening, everybody.